0: Welcome to more than no oh podcast. I am your host Josh Moran. I have a special guest with me one of my best friends and business partners Chris Nishoff. Thank you for being here my man.
1: Hey what's going on dude.
0: Before we get into today's um, podcast I want to give a special shout out to trials and tribulations Matt Quigley. He has a fall drop coming very very soon. So be sure to check out the links below trials and and uh, he's got i don't know if he's got these baseball jerseys this is one of my favorites i know he has some flannel cutoffs some crew neck sweatshirts and some really awesome and authentic pieces for the fall season it's still summer here it's like summer year round here so <laughs> a lot of the a lot of those items don't really apply to myself um, and then of course Farm Sushi we just launched uh, last Friday, so we're a little over a week old. Head to Farmsushi.com, get yourself the highest quality of meat and organ products delivered straight to your door. We are we are working with a cattle ranch in the state of Montana that has been on their homestead for over a hundred years. So hundred years means absolute quality quality assurance. It's all grass fed grass grass fed sprout finished, pasture raised, no hormones, no antibiotics ever delivered straight to your door. We have organ meats, liver, kidney, we have heart, tongue. We have all the tomahawk steaks in the world that you could think of, all the ribeyes, the ground, the ground meat and we are actually going to be uh, offering an ancestral blend, which is really cool because those who do not like eating liver, either raw and or by itself, it's going to be a blend between grass grass-fed, sprout-finished beef with a little bit of liver in it. So you won't even be able to taste the liver.
1: Best beef in the market. Best
0: beef, baby. So <laughs> With that being said, um, we're gonna hop right into today's podcast with the special guest Chris Neshev. I wanted to get him on here. We've been behind the scenes for quite some time now, and finally, 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 are we looking now into the seed of fruition of our dreams that we've really set in place a little over a year ago? And so, Ooh, it has been a while. You just dro- you just drove down, moved here from Montana, and we are going to be launching Sonical Customs. Which initially the first phase of will be us building cold plunges, and you've seen us doing the cold plunging, the breath work every single Sunday at my house. I've been traveling all over the place for it, and now we're finally going to be building fully generated, self self gen that's what we call them self gen self gen yeah. cold plunges with filtration systems. Chris, you know how do you feel about being down here and, and talk about you know the mindset that you had to really step into to make that change and move from Montana to here.
1: Well, we'll back up a little bit. Um, shoot, it was about Marchish ish uh-huh. when I was here last that I came down. And, you know, Josh had already built one tub by himself, and we wanted to get another one built, you know, just get me down here and affiliated with Sonicals and get, just really start building. And that's what I did. And I was like, you know what? This is really what I want to do. The energy's different down in the area. And, you know, I told myself, I'm going to move here. And I just stuck with that and I didn't let it go no matter all the BS and the different (laughs) routes that tried to come in front of me and change my course. But then at the same time, there were so many other things that kept me aligned with my course and what I wanted to do and what I seen. So, yeah, she gave it five months and now I'm finally down here. I just arrived last week. Which is
0: a little bit different country than Montana. Oh, a little way yeah. different, way different. Yeah. It was
1: only like 115 this week. Nothing yeah, deal. little little different. <laughs> Honestly, it's not that bad. I was. No. I thought it was going to be a lot more toasty, but
0: I think it's it's one of those situations where I, where I feel a lot of people try to intimidate you because they're like, "Oh yeah. man,
1: it's so hot for so long," and then they get pissed off about the heat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? For real. Well, we also came from the dry heat, so it's right. dry heat down here. It's ripped. the same thing. It's just, Whatever. you
0: know, I mean, shit, Mon- I've seen some Montana w- weather getting up to the hundreds. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. This year alone has been right. probably
1: One of the hotter seasons around.
0: So besides the we- <laughs> besides the weather, obviously, I think that that's something that has always driven me and attracted me to this area mm-hmm. um because I know you particularly are involved in mountain sports. You really love snowboarding, backcountry back skiing in the middle of the winter, mm-hmm. snowmobiling, et cetera. You yeah, know, it's,
1: absolutely.
0: I'm really not involved in a lot of that stuff. I, I think it's great every now and then, but it's not like my purpose, my passion. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I looked at Montana very seasonally in terms of business and business progress. Mm-hmm. And I felt, and maybe maybe you can agree or disagree with me, with me on this, is I felt that in some of the winter months, which is like almost like three fourths of the year in Montana, <laughs> yeah. the state really slows down in terms of like business.
1: 100 percent! Just not only that, just the health and wellness market right. alone. Right. You know, it's more of a catered seasonal thing back in Montana. You know, six months of the year, everybody wants to be healthy and dandy, and well, at the same time, that's really all much sun we get. <laughs> <laughs> so, right, 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 you know, coming down south and trying to cater to the three sixty five. Right. You know, uh full year-round sun right. uh, goes a long ways for what we want to do. Uh, you know, we're trying to cater to the health and wellness industry with our cold plunges and eventually uh, sonicals. Right. Uh, but I feel like the heat may or may not, you know, drive some more people in uh, wanting to do cold plunges in a way when for it's sure. already hot outside. Right. I don't see a lot of people trying to do ice baths and... 32 yeah except for us outside. we will be <laughs> yeah th- this <laughs> winter for sure yeah. i'm actually stoked to be sitting on a pile of snow and then stepping into ice. that'd be cool and yeah. then jumping in the sauna yeah you know that that's gonna be awesome yeah no i can't wait for that honestly the
0: sun moves people man and i saw that when i first came down in 2012 on a wrestling scholarship t- on arizona state i came down here and i said man things are just different down here mm-hmm. Not that they're better, they're just different. and no, the energy definitely it is, is way different. different. It's way absolutely. different. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and I like I was just talking to my sister yesterday about this, and this is no disrespect to the state of Montana, is I feel like the state of Montana as a whole is fairly slow. Mm-hmm. And when you come down here, everybody is, just is fast. Yeah,
1: Everything, in a way, is kind of behind-ish. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah it's, know, it's, people it's, are moving their own speed. Right. And, I mean, Arizona is just absolutely different. All around. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I was saying, five months ago, you know, I made the thought to finally make a decision and, you know, get my butt down here and I couldn't tell you how many things that I ran into that tried to stop me amongst the process Mm -hmm. you know, of me moving down here, which it being from You know, different projects, to work, to, yeah, different financial situations, to hanging out with my little girls, (laughs) to trying to see all my friends at the same time, to getting my shit sold, to getting out of my house, to doing a little bit of cow surfing in between, but, you know, I kept the faith, and I had the vision of where I wanted to be, and I finally made it happen. And Yes,
0: so ultimately, talk about that a little bit, because obviously... The viewers hear a lot of of my vision and our vision rather. I don't like to call it really my vision because it's our vision. And so, with our with our vision, what really inspires you most, and what kept that faith that entire time with the trials and tribulations that you had and challenges to overcome mm-hmm. to get yourself here, you know, what do you what do you foresee in in Sonicals and what we're building down here, and and what are you excited
1: for? The health and wellness, being able to give people the chance and opportunity to what's experience Mm. what we're trying to offer you know in a sense of deliberate cold exposure breath work you know eventually the sauna market um but you and me both we've you know done our reading our research on all the deliberate cold exposure benefits and all the things that you know could help us in a way If we were to, you know, be doing cold plunges and whatnot. But what I see is being able to, you know, have people experience what we're offering. Right. And, you know, let them more or less see the experience for themselves. You know, because not everyone's going to want, well, most people don't want to get into ice baths at all. But, you know, it has been proven to this day that there are, you know, multiple benefits. Right to doing so and you know it'd be nice to get more people outside of their comfort zone and into the ice water just to get them to experience the fact and mm, good you point. know the uh, what's the word for it like
0: i think the euphoria yeah, right almost. right um, mm-hmm. Instead of being, because his here is how I feel about the, the deliberate cold exposure. Well, with anything when it comes to health and wellness, is you can be told anything, mm-hmm. but until you experience it, you really don't
1: know. Right, exactly. Yeah, there's all you know sorts of talk with you know all the different things on the market and you know different things that are that people are trying to get out there. But what we want to do essentially is, you know, just help people. You right. know, get people to. Come try it. Yeah, give it a damn try. You know, it doesn't sound very fun, (laughs) but honestly, at the end of it, you know, doing some breath work prior and you know taking those first steps into the ice bath can be scary, almost in a way. Like, fuck this, I don't want to do this. Like, I've had my mind. I'm sure everybody's mind. I absolutely have been too. Yes, (laughs) but you know, the feeling you get after, you know, sitting in thirty-two degree water for however long it may be for your personal self, whether right. that's 30 seconds to <laughs> right. three minutes. Right. But, you know, we all reach those different plateaus within our mind and being able to, you know, get out and let go of the things that we can't hold on to, like sitting in a night bath. It's not going to get any warmer. <laughs> <So> <laughs> it's going to be the same. We just kind of got to deal with it. But, right. you know those are, you know, mind fortitudes that we can grow. And, uh, also, you know, learn from ourselves, being able to withstand the elements in a way, and you know, put ourselves in different situations that we are uncomfortable with. Uh, you know, essentially, just make us grow in the end. Absolutely,
0: uh, and I've said this time and time again. And if, regardless of the clinical data, the studies, the research, everything that pr- proves and points to the be- the benefits and the the, the over the overwhelming proof that de- deliberate cold exposure is very vital for your health and has mm-hmm. a lot of great benefits and and at the end of the day if none of that was true all I know is is when I get in and when I get out I feel better <laughs> exactly and so it, if it's placebo or not placebo or whatever the situation is I know it's not because it's been backed by data mm-hmm. but regardless of that if it's not all i know is is that when i get into deliberate cold ex- when i do deliberate cold exposure Mm-hmm. and when i get out i just feel better yeah so, so there's
1: just no someti- arguing. <laughs> sometimes in life
0: sometimes in life i don't require the facts and the figures i don't require the the double blind <laughs> placebo studies i don't require the hard the hard evidence and mm-hmm. the and the science behind it i don't require that you just know
1: how your body feels when you're done
0: i mean what the f- here's the thing i mean the, i mean l- l- let's really go back in time when when there wasn't scientists and when there wasn't double blind placebo stu- studies and when there mm-hmm. wasn't when there wasn't any this stuff controlled controlled data and uncontrolled data whatever the situation is people operated by what made them feel good mm-hmm. so our ancestors when they were they weren't getting in a fucking ice bath they were getting into the cold lakes the cold waters the right. cold streams they were going mm-hmm. into the cold oceans i mean they definitely i mean this has been this isn't just us we just start figuring this stuff out i mean right. people in finland the nordics i mean all these people have been using deliberate cold exposure within mm-hmm. their cultures for for hundreds if not thousands of years and maybe even more yeah
1: absolutely and so
0: like back then it's like it was like tr- such a trial and error process mm-hmm. like man if we went and did this and this made us feel better then as a tribe we're going to continually do this and start to mm-hmm. add this to our daily regimen and so like for me i go back into that tribal sense of saying regardless of all the new age data that's coming out because i've made this comment before and i think it's mm-hmm. really beautiful is I got into this 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 spectrum about three and a half years ago. And three and a half years ago it was really like that wooey gooey, hippy dippy like modality of saying, Oh, ice bath, you do the breath work. <laughs> like, ooh, it's one of those modalities that may or may not work. Yeah. And then now, what I've seen is I've seen a convergence between the science community as well as the the hippy dippy community, mm-hmm. where what what's being practiced and and the modalities are being that are being practiced are now being met with actual data.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So
0: that's cool to see. But I don't need that shit.
1: Mm-hmm. All
0: I re- all I require is my body telling me, "Hey, when I do this and and I get in and I get out, I just feel better." Right. So even I want them actually. I mean, because I think this would be a really good moment of moment of of honesty for yourself mm-hmm. when you came down in march there was a couple situations that were not alarming but there's a couple situations that were not rare either that's not the word i'm looking for you had some like you felt some different things happen yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd yeah, be glad break, to speak about yeah, that. Speak about um, that and, so, and, and, like, moving forward, you know, what you feel the been, has been the progression. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Uh, so, what happened with me personally was I hadn't really taken many ice baths in the future or prior to us starting any of this, really. You know, I've taken my cold showers, but, you know, cold showers are, aren't going to hit, you know, Not even near close. 30 degrees. Right. Let's just right. be real. But then I've also, you know, done a handful of Alpine Lake plunges, you know, just mess around in the middle of the mountains with your friends. Other than that, I think the first time I actually did like a legit ice bath was when I was here in Arizona. Okay. But so when we were first, um, well, when I was first experiencing the cold, I felt like I may have pushed myself a little bit too long and... With that being said, I felt like I, you know, got some headaches from right. the fact. Um, but what it came down to, what the research and stuff that I did was, I was just, my body hadn't um, acclimated. Yeah, adjusted, acclimated yeah. and adjusted to the cold right. as thought as, a, you know, as good as I thought it did. Um, so my body was more or less just telling me that I was, you know, in hypothermia in a way. Mm-hmm you know, my body was just too cold, and it didn't have enough brown fat on my body to keep me warm, in a sense, um, so, you know, my next couple tries, you know, I was still trying to hit, you know, a couple minute marker, you know, I still got the same effects, you know, euphoria highs, but then, like, 20-30 minutes later, I would just acquire this, like, gnarly headache, and I couldn't figure out why, you know, and then, my time here in Arizona had ended and I went back home and I thought about it a lot. I was like, you know, what's going on? Why could this be happening? I started taking more cold showers, trying to get my body used to the cold more and more and more. And then I come down here to do another one. And I did, I I want to say just two minutes, but I wasn't trying to hit the factor of, Oh, I need to do three minutes in the ice bath. You know, whenever my time is done in the ice bath, I'm just gonna be done, you know. I'm not trying to push myself yeah, to beat gr- the clock. Yeah, exactly. I'm not trying to push myself to great lengths. There's no really race, but it's for my personal um, wellness right. in a way. Right. Um As
0: time went on, and you started to to get into the plunge more and more, and not try to beat the the time clock. Do you feel that that definitely helped your situation?
1: Yeah. So when I like. Let go of the fact that I was just trying to sit in the tub for a desired amount of time and just, you know, let my body, um, take in what it needed until my body told me that, you know, it was enough. It's almost trying. like a al- your own alarm clock. Yeah, exactly. You know, uh, you and me have been speaking, you know, try to break through two walls, right. You know, two personal walls. And then really after that, it's all about yourself. Yep. Um, But I felt like me taking my time and working my body and uh, up to the fact of, you know, being able to handle the cold and being used to it definitely helped me more. And this last time that I was here, I actually didn't experience any headaches at all. But at the same time, you know, I wasn't in the ice bath as long. But, you know, at the end of the day, I'm not trying to just... You know, we're not winning we're not winning forever. any records. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. I'm not trying to, yeah, win any world records for sure. And that's something
0: that Andrew Andrew Huberman, he's a neuroscientist and from uh, Stanford University, and that's what I received from him, and that's how I started to learn about, he calls them walls to overcome, overcoming the walls. And so instead of trying to beat the time clock every single time that you're in there, I need to go two minutes, I need to go three minutes, I need to go four, I need to go five, is that set and setting is going to play a major factor and role in how you feel number one going into it and mm-hmm. number two while you're in it i'll be completely honest i mean i have one in my garage and i've this has been something i've been doing for the last five or six months consistently mm-hmm. and various times of the day i have various responses within myself and my body mm-hmm. that's number one and various times of the day bef- Excuse me. I have various responses in my body before I get in, mm-hmm. and then various responses in my body whilst I'm in. Right. Depending on set and setting, where mm-hmm. I'm at, how much food I eat, how much how much I've slept, what time of the day it is, how warm it is outside, how active I've been, etc. Mm-hmm. I mean, so there's so many different factors that are that are involved in Absolutely. in it. That beating the time clock is not necessarily the answer to to be to getting the most out of deliberate cold exposure.
1: You probably just fall into a state of where it's the most personal for your own self. Like it's all about you, right? Nobody else that gives a fuck about what you're doing other than your own mind. You know, you're in the tub, just you, yourself and I, and you can either sit in that tub and, you know, climb those walls or you can get out and fall down or, I mean, it's really all a learning experience. It's, it's there for you. It's, personally yeah. on all levels realistically
0: and i think some and i not i think i, I know some i know sometimes for me specifically as i've i don't want to say i'm a master now because i'm no by, nowhere near a master i've just been doing it and i have some proficiency of of i've done it so much mm-hmm. is i don't want to continually have to push the envelope of danger for me to get the benefit out of it exactly. and so for me it's like for me i understand that there's different there's different ways that i can manipulate the variables Either I'm going early in the morning, right when I wake up, or before I go to bed, or if mm-hmm. I'm fasted, or whatever the situation is, where I don't have to continually push push the the variable of danger, mm-hmm. because there's really no ne- there's no need for me to be in there, ten or twenty minutes. Mm-hmm when the benefit happens in the first 3 right anything after 3 to 5 then becomes becomes a mental mental fortitude situation and builds mental resilience mm-hmm. but all the health and physiological benefits happens within the first 3 minutes exactly and so for me for me it's getting out of my own ego and and saying okay like this isn't about punching the time clock of like mm-hmm. how many repetitions can I do like I'm at the gym or what my PR can be at mm-hmm. the gym this is more or less like what you're saying is getting a. This t- is where my
1: body's at. Yeah, right exactly. Now. How my body
0: feels, mm-hmm. how I'm feeling today, because there's definitely times when I'm doing this, especially at six in the morning or mm-hmm. five thirty in the morning. Oh, I'm sure. I've done it at four in the morning, mm-hmm. when I get up, and <laughs> every sure. part of my body <laughs> says, "Fuck no, no way. do not go in that water." <laughs> like you know, you know i saying? like. Mm. And, I mean, we're do- we were doing plunges at four a.m. when I was in Montana, and I do them on my own. And and I tell you what, man. I'm a lot more motivated when I got the boys with me at 4 a.m. than when I'm by myself waking up on a Tuesday yeah, at 5:30 or 6 a.m. staring at the cold water in my garage when it's still right. dark outside.
1: Come here. Yeah,
0: I tell you what. So, but but the point of that is is that that you don't. I'm not always incredibly enthused to do a cannonball into the cold water. No, and you don't have to be, and that's yeah. okay. But when you start to you start to understand that internal dialogue because. That's that's where Huberman really breaks it down in terms of neurochemistry, which is great because the same fight or flight response that you get when you get into the water, mm-hmm. you're actually experiencing that before you get into the water. Mm-hmm. It's those, it's the thoughts of, I don't know, I don't, I don't know, I don't no, want what? to and and it's now it's like yes now what mm-hmm. are you going to overcome that mm-hmm. and that that overcome process allows you to uh, attune into your body really check in instead of being checked out and then say okay now you can overcome this fight or flight response mm-hmm. which which builds resilience i mean this is what builds Absolutely. stress resilience this is what builds My mental m- mental fortitude mm-hmm. i mean and so that's so very powerful and healthy but you don't have to like push the envelope of of, yo, I need to go 20 or 30 minutes. like right. You know, like Wim Hof. He's just, that dude's a freak. Let, a let, let Wim <laughs> do what Wim does. You know? Exactly. I'm cool with 90 <laughs> seconds or three minutes. Right. So it's, it's one of those situations where it's been... Uh, it's been a learning process for me and I'm really looking forward. We, we have a, we have only a couple minutes here left, but, uh, and we'll, we'll end up doing another, a few more podcasts. I wanted to really get Chris on here just to show your, show your face. Introduce, yeah. First it,
1: time podcast yeah, ever.
0: Yeah. It's so. awesome. How was your experience?
1: Uh, I felt a little jumbled on the words, yeah. but I mean, psh, that is what it, it is. It is what it is, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know,
0: time, time repetition, anything else? Cr- yeah. Chris is an exceptional, exceptional, uh, He's really good with construction. Uh, he's a he's a builder, and so I'm really looking forward for a a beautiful uh, team, a team effort here to really build these 100%. these these plunges. And obviously, I'm 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 the marketing guy, the media guy, and and
1: he's good at the social media this, stuff. The, and the, I the, just build stuff. Build
0: stuff. Hey, it's good. <laughs> we we, we have we have to have a team of of sorts to be able to. You know, teamwork makes the dream work, and I'm really, really grateful for you to be down here, Chris. And uh, where can they where can they find you on social media? I know you're not a social media guy, but where can they find yeah, you? Yeah, I'm on not Instagram? super huge
1: on social media, but that doesn't mean that can't change. That's right. Um so my social, uh, I usually just do Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, a little bit of Snapchat, but it's the T H E underscore adventuring underscore niche. N-I-S-H. Sweet. So you
0: find him at the underscore adventuring underscore niche. And uh, be sure to like, subscribe to this podcast, comment below if you found some value. It's completely free to share this with your friends and family and it's completely free to subscribe to my channel for the next 100 followers i'm giving away hundred dollars to one lucky follower so you have a one percent chance of winning hundred dollars and i'm going to continually do this all the way up to a thousand subscribers this month i have a lot of podcasts in the works so if you're if you enjoy these one-on-one podcasts and you know somebody that is deserving enough to be able to sit down and have this and when I say deserving enough, that just comes with esteem. So if you have a great story, if you have, if you have, if you have a good story and you have something to really bring a value to people, I would love to have you on this podcast. And with that being said, we will see you next time on More Than Know. Peace out.